Steve, thanks for this, mate. It's really good to see you. Appreciate you doing it. You're welcome. On my screen, I'm yeah. down south. You're up top. And oh, you're in Wales and I'm in South Wales. Hey, it was um, meant to be. Well, we're, we're side by side on my screen. So uh, 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 my screen's the one that will be going out. So <laughs> unfortunately, I don't, I don't know how we do north and south. I, I, I can't. Uh, can Anybody wants to know, north has got the money and south is poor. That's all i got to say. <laughs> And we talk we talk a little bit differently as well, don't we? But uh, you know, we're all right, we're okay. So yeah, this is a new thing. Um, percussion discussion shop talk. Now I thought I'd get my fellow countryman, an all-round good bloke, Mr. Lee Smith on. So thanks for doing this, mate. It's kind of you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah, or oh, Lee the spray, as he's known in the business. Well, Lee, this could be Lee the shop with you today now. I'll have a think. Well, you know, we will be we will be touching on uh, on some of the things that go on there. So, I mean, I'm always in awe of somebody who uh, has and sets up. You know, has the let's be honest, has the balls to set up a, a drum shop in the time when everyone's buying online. And you know, it, it seems to be a thing of of the past. Sadly, there's lots of great shops that have gone, but incredible to see places like yours thriving. I was a bit dull, you see. In Wales, we say top, don't we? Because as 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 physical shops were sort of going that way, I decided to jump on board and see if I could go that way. I don't know why. Don't ask. But but you know what? It's something I I've always loved the idea of it, and I'd love to do it. But I I don't have the uh, I don't know. I, I I would love to. Maybe one day. Who knows? But uh, but I'm as I say. I always admire somebody who's actually gone out and done it. And now, first of all, let's let's have a little bit of background into you, Lee. Obviously, you, you you know you're an accomplished player. We've all heard that from your YouTube clips and what have you. Where, where did it start for you? Well, you say that, mind. I had a, I, had a, I I didn't play for 15 years. Wow. Hey, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go near them. Right. So I I wanted to play as a kid. It's just one of those things. I I own a drum shop. I got drums everywhere. That's all I see is drums every single day between the, the, the workshop and the shop and the teaching. It's just drums, drums, drums. And yet I can walk into a music store and if they got drums, I'm straight over there like we all are. It's just stupidity. Yeah. And you think, what are you doing? You know, you've got your own shop. We say, yeah, but they got drums. So I, I, since, like most of us, since a kid, it's just been this attraction. But mm. my father was not very keen on the idea. So very quickly, I saved up and I went to Cardiff when I was a young lad at about 17. I started my trade there because my dad insisted on the trade anyway. So I went off into a welding shop and I started to learn fabrication welding. And I bought this little drum kit. I put the money down and then I went home and asked my dad to collect it. And he phoned the shop and he had to go to them and made them refund me. He really had to go to them. So it was like a Bruce Springsteen moment. You know, I hate you, dad, for what you've done. And then I passed in, in, in a little town called Neath. I was working then again and uh, a, a guy, he, he, we drove past in the van and there was this little Thomas Swing Star. I didn't know what range it was. It was just this white drum kit in the window. And of course, I couldn't sleep again. So I asked the boy, I said, will you drive me down in the van? I've saved up and I bought it and I took it home this time. <laughs> I said to my dad, here it is. He went up the wall. My mother said, for goodness sake, Tom, let him have a go. Three months later, she regretted it because we went in the bedroom. <laughs> I played it every single day. I totally useless as you are. I, I joined a little band, didn't have a clue. But within probably three months, I was in a little band that started to work the clubs. Yeah. Wales had a lot of clubs at that yeah. time. Yeah. All the workmen's clubs and all that. So 
you play some songs in the beginning, you leave them do the bingo, and you make sure they, they get them dancing second half. And that were the rules. Yeah. And, and I just started going out three, four times a week, whatever it is, twice a week. And it was just nonstop. And I learned my trade like that. Yeah. And then I built and built and built. And then I went off with show bands. Um, they call it professional. It was my only job. I went off with show bands, left my trade for a bit, but I'd, I'd completed my trade by then. And I then went off to London, as you do, and I tried to do stuff there. And in actual fact, because I, I wasn't the most skillful, but I was very energetic. Hmm. So a lot of people thought that I was very much like Keith Moon. And then I got around more and more and more. I come back home, I was playing. And believe it or not, uh, the, that information had got to John Entwistle of The Who. Oh, right. Lad in South Wales, and he is like Keith Moon. So he wrote to me, and I wrote to him. And there was, you know, minuscule chance of me meeting them and possibly even doing an audition. And I stopped. I just went, no, that's it. I'm oh. stopping. And I stopped. But I was nervous of a couple of things. One of the industry, because it's not got the best um, reputation for looking after its, no. uh, its members. And I was very aware of that and very nervous about that. And secondly, in Wales, we live in a very uh, bit of a goldfish bowl, don't we? Matt, it's, it's yes. the type of community. And and let's just say one in a million chance that I, I did it. Six months later, they're still the who, but I'm just this guy that played with them for a bit. Mm. And then you've got to come home. And if I couldn't pick up another job straight away, then in Wales, it's that, oh, that's that guy that once played with the who. Yeah. And I was fighting yeah. of all of these things. Yeah. So I decided to take, for the first time ever, I always said I'd never do, I took a break. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed the break because I was playing an awful lot. Yeah. And I enjoyed the break. And then life starts to roll, isn't it? Yeah. And then I met my wife and so on. And uh, we, we've had great times. We've had some tragedies. I lost a child uh, when, when we were married and so on. So there was a lot of going on. And then the drums literally further, further and further away. My wife kept encouraging me, but I kept on saying, no, my arms have to be cut off because when you start, and all the drummers will know again, the minute you start thinking about it, then you've got to start thinking about your play and then about this and what about that and then what do you... And I kept telling her, it'll draw me in. It's addictive. I can't. So I remained away from it. I wouldn't go near a kit. Yeah. And if I saw when I turn away, I wouldn't look. And she encouraged me a couple of times. And one day I thought, well, maybe, and I wouldn't justify paying for one, as in spending a lot of money. So I, I sort of bought a bit of an old banger and then I tidied it up. Hmm. And then I thought about spraying it. And I've always loved spraying drums and sp anyway. Yeah. When I was a tradesman, I used to do the spraying as well. And then what happens is I sprayed it and I thought, oh, hang on a minute, I could sell that. Then I started thinking about custom-made drums, or, you know, but I looked at the whole caboodle and realised no one's making money. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I don't mean that against anybody, no, no. but most of the boys are working plus building. To try and do that as a full-time job, time and motion, I did it on effort. No, it's, it's not going to happen. But I always knew that people um, would like their old kits refurbished, upcycling. Mm. So I started to dabble a little bit about that and then it grew a little bit naturally. And then the reason for the shop was that I couldn't get supplies of drum heads and sticks ideally without the physical store. Sure. So you entered into that arena. Now I was like, oh, blow my neck. Now there's two things going on. 
And then I started to develop the shop first so I could get all the supplies I want and then think about the custom side. But when you open up a shop, people want to know, one, do you play? <laughs> Which I don't anymore. <laughs> and secondly, if I rent rooms to allow teachers in, yeah. I get a small fee for the room. If I teach myself, I get a much bigger fee. Yeah. So there's this thing. And then I had this, honestly, I had... Um, the last seven years of a mammoth task of starting to play again, yeah. rereading, because I'd forgotten everything, literally just forgotten it. Then being brave enough as was to stick your head above the pulpit. I never used Facebook. I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. And now I'm suddenly friend requesting everybody like mad because I'm going to have a drum <laughs> shop, plus the custom, plus it. And it just become this um, beautiful monster that wrapped around me. Yeah. And I let my steelwork go slowly and and everything in, but financially incredibly hard because every penny literally goes back. Mm. And then I had to build the building, build the rooms, start to learn, brought a teacher in, Gary Phillips is still with me now, and then spraying and doing. And eventually, as time ticked on, time has always been a major problem for me. People waiting for me and so on. But slowly as we build in, we are, I've got, some helpers and the website is building and I got someone in my shop with workshop with me now. So it's starting to allow me to have my little, what do you call them? The little Tic Tacs money at millions, is it? Millions. From, uh, millions. Yeah, there you go. I got my little team around me and they're all so honestly, so supportive. I don't mean that, you know, in a, in, in any way than a genuine way. They so supportive of it. And they work part-time and they're really, really seriously supportive. Mm. So it, it has grown into this little thing. And we've got some real serious places where we want to take it next. Yeah. But but I believe in steady, steady, steady growth all the time rather than booming in your best. I can't do that. Well, I tell you what, I mean, it's a credit to you. It really is. Um, I mean, as you say, you've got the, the spraying, which is, you know, you kind of got the number one name for that. It would appear from from speaking to people. I've seen the work that you've done, you know, which is a great thing to have anyway. Um, but but to have the shop as well. I mean, I, I think a lot of people don't realise um, like stocking commitments and things. It's not uh, a it's it's huge, isn't it? You know, <laughs> the huge outlay to get these things going. So that's why I'm a firm sort of um, believer in drum shops, and I try and use them whenever I can. You know, uh, obviously, you you do the mail order stuff as well. Uh, yeah. You know, but we've been steady growth because every penny that I earn has to go to buy the stock, and everybody's got to buy. So, if I may be able to do a couple of shoutouts, Pearl Drums absolutely fantastic for me. Yeah. They were one of the big guys because naturally you can trade with the smaller. Mm -hmm. We'll work together and I get that and they're really good. But to try and work with a bigger company that at the end of the day are um, able to say, well, yes or no, you don't fit our bill. But they, they, they opened up my account with me. They've been good with me and they've seen me grow. And I have a lot of loyalty to Pearl, not because just not just because they make a good, fine product, but as a company, they are honestly second to none. Yeah. The way they look after the spare parts, the way they react when you say, I've got a, maybe a problem or what about this? They always act really, really good. There's no hassle, no grief. They, they're as sound as a pound. And, I, and therefore, 
because they worked hard with me and allowed me that opportunity. I'll always stay. That's why you often see a pearl thing in my video. I give them that loyalty back. They're very, very kind. Good company. It's amazing. Uh, you know, and as you say, Pearl are a huge company, aren't they? But uh, I, I mean, I'm sure you've, you, you've stock all sorts of brands. I was, I was having a look um, on your, your website, which is a great website, by the way. And it's kind of a one-stop shop, isn't it? You've got everything there from, uh, you know, from like little Johnny's first drum kit right through to the, the yeah. highest end. And and I know I saw you at the UK drum show spending some time around that impressive uh, British drum company stand. So I know you've got some BDC stock in at the moment, I believe. Yeah, we're, we're going to bring that in again. I have to do, and I explain this to every company, I have to do it gradually and build. I can't bring in 10 kits and then I'm stressed out. I, I want to come home and sleep at night. So I build. But what I do, I feel, and, I, and I, you know, because you don't want to, I'm certainly not here to, to promote myself. You know what I mean? I don't like that feel. But when the response of the companies are that they are working with you, hmm. I think it's the enthusiasm we give that they are, they are wanting. Do you yeah. see what I mean? I do. So I may not be able to put a massive stock out for them. But I can give them a lot of uh, quirky, funny vids because everybody says with the videos we do, it's a bit quirky. I'm, uh, you know, I just talk to a camera and I end up slightly insane. I can't help it. <laughs> and you would understand that. Oh, you? yes. 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 <laughs> Spent too many hours in front of this. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to say something in return. Good on you for what you're doing as well, by the way, because once again, it takes, and I want people to understand this. It takes an awful lot of, I feel, courage to to put yourself out there and then see whether anybody views what you're doing. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I think it's really, really, really good. I would be watching a lot more, but I'm always so busy. Oh. I get home, but I keep an eye, I give you some likes and so on, I try and catch things. However, to do what you're doing, and you, you'd understand, Matt, when you, the, the longevity of it. Mm. It's great for three weeks. <laughs> and then you start going, what do I do now? So so genuinely, good on you. And I hope that people just keep on and you keep on going with it. It's it's a hard uh, anything in this industry is hard work. It is, you know, but it's such a great um it's almost uh, it's pretty unique drummers, the way they share and they just get on. There's no you know, there's no <laughs> Yeah, we're not guitarists. So no, yeah, that's what that's what I was going to say. Basically, <laughs> you know, we just get on, we share information. There's no nastiness. There's always a little bit, but not much. And you know, and and, and the thing I like about a drum shop, and um, it's always whether you're going to spend a thousand pounds or whether you need a new snare drum head. It's nice to go in and talk about drums, isn't it? And is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know why? I, I think we've built our business on the small, on the small thing. Yeah. Um, one or two examples. A guy came in when I very first started. Because you know, you are you're up against the major ones, but I'm also in theory up against the the larger independents as well that are more established. They got bigger mm -hmm. stock than me, and I get it. You know, and they're a bigger name, so I understand that. But what what we do is, as you said, unique is all the repairs, all the bits. Because I know a lot of people haven't got a lot of money, and the area that we live in, although there are people that have got good money, but a lot of folk haven't. Yeah. So. It, someone will come in and they'll say, oh, luckily I'm stuck. Can I have like a junk shelf? 
and they'll find something for a tenner. I always believe that that's so important for them. Yeah. A bit of this with that. So one chap come in, he brought a hi-hat pedal and I was uh, I had my little TIG welder. I said, oh, I'll repair it. And I charged him 20 quid to, yeah. to repair yeah. his pedal. And then he, he went away and I thought nothing of it. And then four weeks later, he come in and he was watching this Ludwig kit on the shelf he, as he when he come in there was this Ludwig kit and he said I, I haven't been able to sleep he said since for that month yeah. so he said I want to do the deal so he goes and buys a Ludwig kit and that was one of my early experiences and that's the policy we've always kept any I, I don't want to sound disrespectful to any famous name but they are not the most important person in my life yeah of course that's important to me it's like with yourself with teaching hmm. it's chap who was 50 years of age or, or, a chap, or a young boy or girl and they walk in they've always loved drums but they don't know what to do about it and then they walk in my shop and that is my that's I'm in my oils yeah. I show them the rooms the, the learning the books the kits and they stay with us for life and that's where my my heart and soul is you know <sighs> that's what more do you need than that really you know and and what I'm going to do, just to just to close up, why it's a horrible thing to ask to answer this. Why why should they come to you? I mean, I think you've just explained that. Is there? Could you sum it up for us really quickly? Why should why should a drummer come to carry our drums? Because we have a box outside our door, and all the sunglasses are left in there. <laughs> There's no ego. It's not, and that's not again. That's not I'm not accusing anybody of anything. But it's absolutely no ego. It's Someone who walks in, he's got 10 quid in his hand and he wants to learn drums and he is more than welcome with us, honestly. We charge £6 for an hour for a room. It's all kitted out, six quid. And they walk in and I got boys that'll do an hour, I got boys that'll do six hours. And they have a cup of coffee, they go in the room and they can make as much noise as they want because it's an acoustic. And they have the buzz, the atmosphere. I went to work today, uh, Matty, and there's four rooms flat out plus people, plus someone buying a kit, and it's this and that, and it's just got this, it almost sounds like a London drum show in there, yeah. on good days. Yeah. And then when it's quiet, that I'm in the workshop. So it's a never-ending turn. All I say is people use us, um, I think, because they know there isn't this, there's no club. It's about family feel, you know? And they just honestly, I never, ever worry about, I'm always worrying about their money. Because I, I actually hate to charge him for anything, but I have to. I think you're in the <laughs> wrong business. Free, otherwise. <laughs> uh, well, look, Lee, um, obviously I'm going to put your uh, your website up at the end. And, and as far as social media, where, where can they can they find you? It's all the usual. It is the Facebook and the Instagram, a little bit on the old TikTok as well now. Yeah. But the links are on the website as well. And, um, yeah, just Google Google Carrier, and we appear all over the place. So, Fantastic. And I really appreciate it. It's just really kind of you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. You know, I want to support some of the um, some of the independent shops in in, in the UK and just uh, just spread a little bit of bit of love for them, you know. And I think it's a, I think I think it's a good idea. Yeah, well, it's internet is is brilliant, but it can be extremely cold, can't it? You know? Okay. Um that, that's one last tiny thing. If you buy from shops, and that's all shops, we tend to upcycle all the time so in other words someone will buy a small electric kit try it out i always say to them look after it because you can bring it back yeah. and then they bring it back i buy it back off and they sell them something else and then i sell that to the next starter and we've gone through 
so many things that have done this circle. When you buy from the big guys, you buy it and then it, and it's either in the bin or there's just tons of them around. So, of course, good for the environment, buying from yeah, a shop. You're turning things over, over and over. And, and it's great. So that's it, really. And that's the way you work up from your beginner whatever kit to your dream Ludwig or British Drum Company, whatever. That's the way you work up, isn't it? That's the... that's the ongoing. Yeah. Excellent. Lee, thank you so much, mate. Uh, all the very best with the shop and the spraying and, what, and the teaching, whatever else goes along with it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Well, I won't be tired. I know that. Good, good. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Marty. Thanks, mate. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. You take care now.